Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 98. I started today coughing, sneezing, blowing my nose. I was a whole mess, but I had some honey lemon turmeric tea, and I'm feeling really good right now, so hopefully we'll make it through this whole recording. Today I want to talk to you about how the way you choose to phrase something greatly affects your mental well-being. When we use words like always, never, fail, quit, can't, we are talking truth into our lives. And I'm not meaning this in a spiritual, supernatural kind of way. I'm talking about how literally your brain hears you, even if it's internal dialogue, and has to make you right. Your brain can't cope with you being wrong. And so your brain is going to make sure whatever you're saying is your truth. I've shared the story before about how when I was struggling to start running again and I couldn't do it until I changed the way I was phrasing my running experience in my own head. So we're going to dive a little deeper into this today because I hear this come up a lot with people and it's causing your anxiety and your overwhelm. It's stressing you out. It's holding you back. And with just a little switch of the type of language you're using, that can all be so much better for you. So let's talk about this. If you're in your head and you're thinking to yourself, I completely failed. I quit. I can't seem to get motivated. How dejected does that leave you feeling? How permanent does that feel? Quit, that's final. Fail, that's final. You can't come back from the finality of those two things. And if you have failed, quit, given up, what does that mean about you? What does that say about who you are and what you're capable of? What about saying things like, I've never been good at XYZ. I always seem to fail at... I can never seem to stay motivated. These are really defeating phrases. How could you possibly accomplish anything, be good at anything, be capable of anything if that's your truth? Where is the motivation going to come from if your belief about yourself is you're going to fail, you're going to quit? How do you even begin to pick up the pieces and get yourself back on track when your belief about your own capabilities is you're going to fail. You're going to give up. You're not going to follow through. Now, we can't undo what has happened in the past. What we can do is change the language we're using in describing what has happened in the past and where you're at currently. I want you to understand as we start to look at how we can do this differently. We're not lying. We're not sugarcoating anything. We're not putting lipstick on a pig. We're reframing from a place of a new belief. Let me explain what that looks like. If I say, I quit even trying to tackle the laundry, then the meaning there, the belief and intention is, I do not fold and put away laundry. And maybe I feel bad about myself because I believe I should be able to do those things. However, if we reframe that, I could say, 
I took a break from laundry, and now I'm ready to get back to folding and putting it away. Both observe the truth that I wasn't doing it or that I stopped doing it. One labels it as a failure, and the other one is simply acknowledging I took a break and I'm getting back at it. You might say, I'm terrible at setting prices for the products in my store, and I'm barely making back the money that I put into it, and I'm not even being paid for my time. That might leave you feeling like you can't be an entrepreneur, like the product you're providing isn't a product people want, or it's not of a good enough quality that people are willing to pay decent money for. And if we rephrase this to, I'm ready to learn how to set appropriate prices for my products, now you're set up for learning and improving and success. Both acknowledge the reality that you're not doing it yet. One leaves you stuck in never being able to, and one gives you the possibility of being able to grow in this area. If you catch yourself saying, I always get so frustrated with my kids, it's going to make you feel like a bad parent. Parenting is going to feel overwhelming, and you're going to be stuck in a place of always being frustrated. And if we rephrase that, sometimes being a parent is frustrating. Now we've given you permission to sometimes feel frustrated because let's be honest, sometimes being a parent is frustrating. We can acknowledge that. You can take a moment for yourself to recoup and come back to parenting refreshed and recharged with the belief that parenting isn't always frustrating. And if at times it is, you're okay. That doesn't make you a bad parent. Do you see how this works? It's important while you're doing this that you are not lying. For example, if you are not good yet at keeping track of your weekly spending, telling yourself, I'm good at keeping track of my weekly spending is not going to fix it because that's not true. However, if you do say something like, I'm curious about how I can get better at tracking my weekly spending or I'm ready to learn how to handle this more appropriately. Now we're being honest. With New Year's right around the corner, I know a lot of people like to set New Year's resolutions, and one of the things that tends to go along with that is positive affirmations, I am statements. I like I am statements. I think they can be very helpful when used appropriately and honestly. As much as your brain doesn't want to make you a liar, it also doesn't want to be lied to. So saying something like, I'm a successful entrepreneur might cause you to feel doubtful. It might even cause you to self-sabotage if you aren't already a successful entrepreneur. However, what if you said something like, heading towards being a successful entrepreneur, I am, or I am on my way to being a successful entrepreneur. Now we're speaking constructive truth. You're owning where you are and where you want to go. By wording it that way, you are currently already succeeding. You are currently already heading towards the right outcome. This eliminates the sense of failure, the sense of doom, and helps to eliminate that self-sabotage. Though it might still creep in, but it will help to curb it. So if saying I am statements correctly can be wildly beneficial, can you imagine or are you personally living through the experience of the power of saying it in a damaging way? I'm terrible at that. I've never been good at that. I always seem to quit. I'd love for you to practice this just real quickly. 
what's one of the phrases you say to yourself? What is your I quit, I failed, I've never been good at statement that you make to yourself on a regular basis? Notice how you feel when you say that. Notice the dejection, the sense of failure that comes up for you. Notice what happens to your self-esteem when you say that statement to yourself. Notice whether or not you feel genuinely motivated to try that thing again to get back on the horse. Now take a moment to rephrase that for yourself. Use one of the examples I've already given or find one that feels right to you to shift this into a more positive light. I took a break. I'm prepared to learn how to do this better. Take a deep breath and say whatever that more positive phrase is. Say it with conviction. If you're not believing it, if you're doubting it or feeling like it's silly, play around with the wording some more. Rephrase it if you need to. Find something that you can believe and can feel okay about. See what comes up for you as you say this new phrase. Notice whether or not you still feel anxious and bad about this or if it's feeling like something that has become more manageable. When I first considered doing a podcast, one of the phrases that came to my mind was, I don't have enough topics to carry on a podcast long term. I'm going to run out of things to say. And it made me really fearful to even start a podcast because I thought that I would eventually have to quit it when I ran out of material. However, I knew this was something I really wanted to do So that was something I had to rephrase. And what I started saying to myself instead was, I'm really curious to see what I continue to learn along this journey and what continues to show up for me as important topics to share with my audience. And here we are. And believe me, I've got a lot more episodes in me still. Shifting that mindset around the podcast set me up really nicely for writing my book because I went into it with the same curiosity. I wonder what's going to come out. I wonder what I'm going to learn along this writing journey. And I keep getting feedback from people about how much my book has helped them. I never would have written it without changing that phrase in the first place. Changing the way I was phrasing that didn't change the reality that I hadn't done a podcast yet. And it didn't change the reality that I was nervous going into it at the beginning. What it did change was whether or not I felt capable enough to take those first steps to starting the podcast and make those first few episodes. I hope this is making sense and you're understanding very clearly that this isn't about lying to yourself or tricking yourself or dismissing the reality. This is about shifting the permanence of what you believe from a defeatist finality to an openness and curiosity with possibilities of success. As you prepare to go into this new year, whatever you feel like went wrong for you, wherever you feel like you failed, let yourself or your family down, gave up or quit, none of that has to be permanent. None of that has to be engraved in the story of your life, and it certainly doesn't have to hold you back from what you do next. This is a really lovely and somewhat simple way to show up for yourself in a way you have never showed up for yourself before, and one of the quickest ways to jumpstart the new set of behaviors that you want to have in your life. Your challenge this week is to find all those phrases you say to yourself that have that negative permanence, I can't, I failed. I quit. I've never been good at. 
I always screw it up. Find all those phrases you say to yourself and play around with new ways you can phrase that that resonate as true and set you up for future action and success. If you're really struggling with rephrasing these, post them to the Facebook page and let's help each other find better ways of thinking about ourselves, our actions, and even the areas that we've fallen short in the past. I think you will be pleasantly surprised to discover what you're capable of when you simply set yourself up for success by the way you talk to yourself. I want to remind you what I always tell you about self-confidence. Self-confidence is when we're looking at who you think you should be and who you think you are. A lack of self-confidence is when those two things don't match. Confidence is when those two things are really close. So if you're thinking that you should be somebody who can accomplish things and be on top of your home life and be successful at work, and the voice in your head is telling you, you can't, you quit, you failed, that's going to greatly impact your self-esteem. And when you shift that internal dialogue to start saying, I bet I could do that if I took some classes. I took a break from trying to do that, but I'm ready to try again. I'm curious to see what would happen if I tackled this from a different direction. What you will find is who you think you should be as a person who can do all of these things and who you're showing up as, as a person that is attempting to do these things, brings those two levels closer together and significantly improves your self-esteem. And that will motivate you to continue. Have fun with this this week. I hope you had an amazing Christmas and I will talk to you next time. Bye.